You're listening to our weekly podcast, Getting in the Word with Stuart Guthrie. Stuart is the teaching pastor of Family Bible Fellowship of Ridgeville in Early Branch, South Carolina. We hope to grow together with you, seeking real knowledge from the truth, the Word of God. Here's Stuart. Hey guys, it's Pastor Stuart Guthrie. I pray you're doing well this morning. Welcome to Getting in the Word. I trust that your day is going smoothly and that if it's not, you will be encouraged by today's message as we begin getting in the Word. I want us to turn in our Bibles to Psalm 92. I'm reading from the NASB and I'm starting in verse 5. And so if you will, let us read together to verse 9. It says, How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man has no knowledge, nor does a stupid man understand this. That when the wicked sprouted up like grass, and all who did iniquity flourished, it was only that they might be destroyed forevermore. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For, your, for behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold your enemies will perish, and all who do iniquity will be scattered. I've entitled our message today, Victory is the Lord's. In the face of so many crazy and uncertain days in which we live, when, when there's a confusion between truth and error, and when there's a confusion between what God calls good and God calls evil, and when the world says that which is sour is sweet and that which is sweet is sour, it, it seems to be unraveling so fast before our eyes. But there's something special about sitting back and just being reminded that in the end, God wins. You know, the reality is, as we look at this psalm, it's a psalm of praise. But there's a lot of themes that we see as we read all of Psalm 92, which is 15 verses in total. We, we see different themes, themes like joy, love. We, th we see a theme of what, who God is. We see a theme of foolishness, of faith, of worship, of judgment, of praise. And, but more specifically, what I want us to focus on today is the theme of victory. Because I think we need that reminder that in the end, the victory is the Lord's. If you get to know me, you'll learn real quick that I like to watch sports. But I don't just like to watch any sports. I, I like to watch when the losers come back and win. When, when, when the game is on the line and, and, and the underdog uh, overcomes the other team and, and they win in the last few seconds and there's this explosion of joy in the midst of the victory. And as I see Psalm 92, I kind of see that. That, that, that the enemy looks like they are winning, but in the end they lose. And, and the victory is indeed the Lord's. He starts here in verse 5, How great are your works, O God. And none of us can negate the reality of how great His works are. How powerful God is and how sovereign He is over the circumstances in which we all face today. But he seems to be praising God all the way from verse 1 up in through verse 5. And then in verse, you know, the second half of verse 5, he says, Your thoughts are very deep. I'm intrigued by the idea because we translate the Hebrew word into English as thoughts. But in Psalm 
33.10, he uses the same word in a different way. He says, I do not nullify the counsel of nations. He frustrates the plans of the people. And so you could replace that idea here. Your, your plans are very deep. Listen, God's ways are higher than your ways. They're higher than my ways. And, 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 and we as the simple people, simple man, we, we don't really have the knowledge of God. We don't understand the knowledge of God. We don't understand the grand truth. We, we have a glimpse into it. And the psalmist speaks here particularly of the wicked's punishment that is going to come. Uh, they may prosper for a while, but listen, they cannot escape the eventual destruction that is coming. And so he says here in verse 7, When the wicked sprouted up like grass, and all who did injustice flourished. Man, it, it seems like what the psalmist is saying is that th these people had victory. The, the wicked sprout up like grass. They, they, they look like they're, they're growing and they're expanding and they're getting taller and better. They, they seem like the, the, the iniquity has flourished. And, and for a little while it may seem that way. Like the enemy is winning and that they're carrying on victoriously. And many of you are facing that in your own lives. Listen to the, to the wife whose husband's left them and, and they seem like their life is happy and it's you and your daughter who are left to defeat the ones that are affected. Maybe it's you, the business owner whose partner has, has walked out and has stolen and has taken and, and you seem to be left high and dry and he's won. Listen, when the election appears to have been stolen and you feel like that you're losing control of a nation... Listen, when the, the truth is so stained that you don't know what to believe. And maybe your message on social media has been, you've been kicked off because you've been proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Or maybe your message has been suppressed by the social media platforms. Listen, that's hard. That's difficult. It looks like the enemy's winning. So how do we move forward in life when that is the case? And the message of truth the truth of God's Word has caused you to be slandered and your name's rubbed through the mud. Your family has walked away from you. Listen, I read your emails. I know many of you God is dealing with right now because you've been, you've been ostracized because of your faith in Jesus Christ. Many of you, you've come to church and you've gotten home and your doors have been locked. Your wife has locked you out. So, so how do we deal, how do we walk through this when the enemy seems like they are winning? Well, listen, in verse 7, he continues. Seems that the enemy is to be victorious, but the psalmist says, listen, it was only, it was only that they may be destroyed forevermore. Listen, it's vital for you to understand and to know God wins the battle that victory is indeed the Lord's. Listen, guys, this is not our home. Yes, we live in America. We're grateful for God, for this country. But this, listen, isn't our home. We are aliens and strangers. Our home is with Christ in eternity. This is a temporal domain. And it may get really bad, but the reality is, is God is in control and in the end He wins. And that's important. That's vital we understand that. 
Because it's hard to walk through this life if we expect everything here to be perfect. This isn't our home. He says in this life you will have troubles, you will have trials. So why would we think that we wouldn't face them? And that's why he continues in verse 8, But you, O Lord, are on high forever. The, the, the sovereign rule and reign of God is that He is in absolute control. And in verse 9 he says, For Behold your enemies. Lord, behold your enemies. Listen, they will perish. All who do injustice, the scripture says, will be scattered. And, and there's joy in knowing that, not because we want them to get what they have coming, but because we want God to be honored. We want God to be glorified. And in Romans 12, he says, listen, do not repay evil for evil. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, thus says the Lord. And so what, what does this mean for us? Well, I think the encouragement that I want to leave you with today is to know this. Number one, that God is in control. Your, your circumstances may be very difficult. I, I don't want to underestimate that. But Job's circumstances were, were difficult. And yet God were using it to battle against the devil. And so whatever you're facing today, we need to first be reminded that God is in control. And you and I cannot control outcomes. That's God's job. We pray, we stand for truth, but we trust God for the outcome. We don't have the wisdom to understand the mind of God. But we do have the wisdom that comes from above, that says we can trust that God from the foundations of the world knew exactly what would happen today in your life. And I want you to know that justice, justice will prevail. God indeed does win. He has really already won. The battle is won through Jesus Christ. Do you remember when Jesus was hanging on the cross? He's crucified. He's pierced through. It looks like there is no way He's won. He is about to die. It looks like He's lost. Matter of fact, they're mocking Him. Lord, come down off there. Save yourself. Call on the angels. But in reality, God's ways are higher than our ways. And the plan of God will unfold just like it did in the crucifixion. And the Lord had victory then, and He will have victory over your life. Listen, just as He had victory in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and granted victory and conquered death, so the Lord promises that, Behold, your enemies, listen, they will perish, and all who do iniquity will be scattered. Just like you're required to put your faith in Christ, when you are indwelt with the Spirit of God, you're called to live by faith and not by sight. And so we're called to trust that God in His due time will pay the just penalty of corruption and sin. So don't be discouraged this morning if it seems like you are losing and they are winning because no, in the end, whether it be here on this earth or in eternity with Christ, God will be glorified. God will be glorified and justice will prevail. We just simply have to trust God. So how are you doing in your trust today? Are you trusting in the Lord? I pray you will not only trust in Him for your salvation through His Son's death, burial, and resurrection, 
But I pray you will trust in Him today to accomplish His will in your life, that you will glorify Him, and that you will continually be reminded of the vital truth that in the end, the victory is the Lord. He's coming back, and He's coming back as a conquering king on a white horse with wrath and justice. And so I want to encourage you today to keep the faith, to stand strong in your faith, because God is in absolute control of everything that's happening. And He has never relieved you or forsaken you. And so keep the faith, trust in the Lord, and may God bless your day. This has been Getting in the Word with Pastor Stuart Guthrie. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. And be sure to visit us online at familybiblefellowship.org. And come see us in person on Sundays at 11 a.m.